All right, listen, guys, I get it. Many of you are unable to financially support this ministry because you're spending your cash and your lives on raising young children in the fear and admonition of the Lord. Praise God for you and that endeavor. However, algorithms are a thing. Shadow banning, sadly, is a thing. And one major way that you can help to expand the reach and effectiveness of this ministry that doesn't cost you a dime is by spending just a few moments leaving us a five-star review. Also, perhaps even more effective than that, you can share our podcast with a friend. We hope you'll take the time to do so. Thank you so much. God bless. Jesus said, man cannot live on bread alone, but from every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. You're listening to Daily Truth. Our nation, especially America, is in desperate need for faithful households led by godly men who take responsibility for others. What I want you to see finally as we close today, please don't miss this. Hang on for just one more moment. What I want you to see in the text is this. God is, he is revealing to us his system for solving world hunger. This is, I mean, this is incredible. A clear, like, ah, unbroken system, a plan, a strategy for solving poverty at a national level. You know what it is? Families. Not welfare. I want you to get this. This is not some weird eisegesis. This is a clear implication from the text. Three spheres that God has divinely instituted. The family, the church, and the state. All three were God's idea, not the invention of man. And what we see in our text today, as it concerns caring for the poor, we see two of those spheres, and the third is not even mentioned. Because the government, that is, the civil state, is not what God has created to meet the needs of the poor. It's not. It is not his design. Romans 13 is clear. God instituted the civil state in order to legislate laws that mirror his law, his morality, and to execute swift justice for those who break those laws and reward those who do good. So then who takes care of the poor? Now, I've heard it often said, and the American evangelical church, that the church, uh, that, that the government rather wouldn't have to do what it does for the poor if the church would rise to the occasion. I don't see that in the text either. What do we see in the text? What the text says is not the church cares for the poor. That's there, but that's the secondary principle. The primary is this, the family cares for the poor. What, what do we see in the text again and again and again? Why is there a list of qualifications for widows? Right? You would expect, you would, you would almost seem to assume that if someone's a widow, my goodness, just help them. That's not what it says. Somebody's a widow? Let's investigate. Let's see. How badly do they actually need help? Do they require it? Do they deserve it? Do they have need? Are they faithful? If so, then the church takes on that need. But who is the first institution 
that is looked to to meet the need of a widow? The family. Does she have children? Does she have grandchildren? And so it is with orphans. Is there an uncle? Is there an aunt? Why are they not adopting them? Don't burden the church. The church exists as a free safety, as a final line of defense for the poor. But what our nation needs is for the government to get in their own business, and not ours, and for churches to hold the line and to quit caring about doing things that look generous in the public's eyes and be actually biblically generous according to God's standard. And you know what that'll do? I'm just going to be honest with you. It'll mean that a lot of people initially will starve. But you know what that'll do? Even God-hating men, because they are created in the image of God, something will begin to rattle inside of them. When they realize that Uncle Sam's not going to come in and be a father to their kids, and the church is not going to, that if they're not a father, if they don't fight, if they don't protect, if they don't provide, there are consequences for their irresponsibility. Then men, even God-hating men, because they're made in the image of God, in His common grace, will hold the line. What our nation needs is not just gospel-preaching churches. Our nation needs a revival in households, fathers, caring for their own. Thanks so much for listening, but real quick, before you go, do us a small favor, take a moment, and leave us a five-star review if you enjoyed the show. This is undoubtedly the best way that you can help us get this biblically faithful content to as many people as possible. Thanks so much.